Okay, so it's the 1st of July. This is the Grouchy Club podcast. We have to do this very quickly, apparently. I'm John Fleming. Uh, she's uh, Kate Copstick. Yes, I am. So they always have been. And I'm, I'm feeling rather, well, rather about, okay. Okay. Oh, now look, I'm might, creating might a mic stand. Ah, she's pretty on top of a giant toilet roll. I am. Oh, last time you, you were bleeding profusely and not eating. Exactly. Now I'm eating. I've just had a crunchy biscuit. Thank you very much. Uh, the bleeding has stopped. Uh, and I'm almost solid. Well, that's it. That's the end of the comedy podcast for this mm. week. And we're talking patty consistency. Patty, not putty. Not patty. You, you couldn't put windows in with it. Uh, pa- 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 you eat patty? No, I don't eat patty. Not at the moment. But, but, you, but you could eat this because it is patty. Uh, right? What are I, oh, I eat... Uh, yes, we're down to scatology already. Yeah, absolutely. But no, and, anyway, I'm... Uh, I'm uh, really are... very much better. Bowels getting back to normal. Bladder getting back to normal. Rest of me is foul as ever. Uh, the shop is more or less in order. Mama be a shower shepherd's bush. Uh-huh. Coming by, coming by, coming by. And uh, isn't that a song? I am. Oh, we buy this wonderful morning. Kumbaya. That's her singing. That's not kumbaya, John. What? What? I was going to say. Uh, uh, this will be on, on the interweb anyway, but uh, there will be no Grouchy Club in London until September now because uh, we, we, we managed to have double booked in Mama Biashara and the, the next Grouchy Club on the 12th of July is going to be Matt Price doing his, his show. Uh, yeah, well, he, Matt Price said that he doesn't mind a Grouchy Club. We'd be his warm-up. Oh, he didn't... Mm, mm, right. What? There was a proviso there, though. What? We didn't have to talk about his show. We couldn't talk about his show. Which no, well, that's all right. Um, we <laughs> wouldn't have seen his show. If we were his warm-up, we would... I think that we ought to... T- here we go. In the manner of uh, Brexit, I think we should put it to a public vote. Twice. If you think we should do the Grouchy Club uh, on Tuesday the 12th of July, vote yes. Uh, if you think we shouldn't, vote no. And then we can all complain about the verdict, moan, say that the people who voted yes didn't really understand what they were voting for, and, uh, as you say, demand a... Second count. And on the morning of the 12th of July, I will oust you as this co-presenter by stabbing you in the back. What? This is, this is because yesterday, yesterday, poor old Boris got the chop. What? I mean... Boris Johnson. I know a lot of people don't like Boris. I like Boris. I've met Boris. Uh, I like Boris. I like his brother, Leo. <coughs> I think they're jolly good sorts. I, I really don't mind a bit of a bit of a bastard or whatever, as long as what you see is what you get. And I think, with Boris, what you see is what you get. Well, when he was editor of The Spectator, I did write him a letter saying, wouldn't he like a comedy column in The Spectator? And what did he say? He wrote back saying, no, but I like your letterhead. He compliment- Excellent. Compliment- well, complimented me on the letterhead, but personal letter, complimented me on the letterhead. Nice man, I thought. Uh, well, exactly. Now, and too, there too is... Much, a, too, much, too much hair. In, uh, in the, you're just jealous. I am. Uh, in uh, Boris's mayoral office, ex-mayoral office, there was a large Mamma Biashara batik, which I gave him. Really? I met him. What is a batik? A batik is uh, it's a kind of a wall hanging done on canvas where the colours and the image are built up using wax and dye. It's a dirty tea towel. They're available at the Mamma Biashara Emporium, coincidentally. Anyway, uh, he came down to various prices. Uh, prices range from £15. Like Ryanair... Uh, flights. Uh, anyway. For, for, from which uh, uh, Copstick gets nothing. She makes nothing. She, she never says it. She oh, makes nothing. Take, I make takes, nothing. I know. Take, Tell me expenses. about it. It all goes to the charity. That's why I'm so grateful when uh, I get some hideous lurgy and I don't eat anything. It is so cheap to be ill and not eat anything. 
I'm the same. Other than you, I did spend a fortune on toilet paper. In, in Kenya? Well, it's, um, yes, actually, it's, and when, when what is coming out your arse is really toxic, I find... I've read your reviews of the Scotsman. I find, thank you, that to a lot, the lower quality toilet paper just disintegrates on contact, more or less. <laughs> Anyway, back to Boris. I'm, I'm so old, of course. I remember the the uh, oh, Izel. the, the, the non, non-absorbent. Yeah, toilet the shiny paper, stuff. Which you think? Well, I don't understand the concept of shiny yeah. toilet paper. Shiny, but I also <laughs> remember uh, my. Well, you're old enough to remember when you use leaves. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking squares of newspaper. My. Oh well. Uh, we had uh, a friend of our family who was called Anna, but we always called her Nana, and she lived in what was called a single end, which is basically a one bedroom tenement flat in Glasgow. and the toilet in Paisley uh, and the toilet was outside luxury in the we couldn't afford an outside in the close and so when you went in there and there was just on the back of the door there was a uh, nail and squares of uh, newspaper yeah. well, that you used as toilet paper well, that's, that's fairly common I would have thought you then. see the younger generation John yeah, they, they just have sort of copies of you know, 20-year-old IDs, magazines or something. It's, I, I couldn't I, think of a modern, modern magazine there. No, right. no, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Is that because you're unfeasibly old? Yes. yes. Where were we? Boris. Yes, I feel incredibly sorry for him. I think he's a decent bloke. I like a politician or a, a pe- people like who... like any man. Uh, you, you know, what you see is what you get. Yeah. I, I think if, if you're a bastard, it's quite nice to look and sound like a bastard. Um, which is, you know, in, in America, what, what they've got, talk about rock and a hard place, they've got two utterly, utterly appalling presidential candidates. But at least with <coughs> Donald Trump, he's totally open about what makes him appalling. Hillary Clinton is not only utterly appalling, but a hypocrite and but, a liar. But it will be interesting, if, if that seems likely, I would have thought, you get a woman leading the United States and Britain. All Jesus the cat Christ, fights, Theresa May. Fights. She's okay, Theresa May. Really? Well, I mean, she's, she's probably nasty, but that's what you of want. Of course she's nasty. That's what you want in a politician. Oh, but you and, want them to be nasty for the right reason. No, no, President Carter, very nice man, apparently. Terrible president. Ronald Reagan, do anything. Not, not particularly nice man. Yeah, but he was an actor. Yeah. So, but, I, mean, all, I mean, he was obviously he's, he's a, a cipher as an actor. Or Nick Nixon, nasty man, very good president, I think. Correct. O- open up China, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so, so, you know, if you had really nice people, like, um, I don't know, uh, John Major, I suspect, was probably quite amiable. Yes, well, he yes. certainly was to some women. Bad taste uh, in women, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose... But whereas if you get Mrs Thatcher, who, who probably wasn't a very nice person, uh, then... I thought I thought very good prime minister. Well, I thought, and that, that, what get, you saw get, was what you got. That'll get complaints coming in. I know yeah. she never she never pretended yeah, to be yeah, cuddly, yeah. touchy feely, yeah, yeah. cuddly. Yeah. I just uh, it's just it's a it's a very horrific time in the world. Thank goodness, John. In a brilliant segue here, thank goodness for comedy. Comedy. Oh, yes. let's talk about comedy. Only seven minutes, nineteen seconds in. Well, that's quite good well, for well, us. Well, we never talk about comedy, do we? Yes, so, so, uh, yes, so, so, so Jeremy Corbyn, yes, right. Uh, <laughs> genuinely decent man. God, I just... No, was right, it? we're talking about comedy, John. Know, some, someone quite rightly said, who was it? One of his opponents. One said, they're a very, 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 very nice man, just not a leader at all. Anyway. But, you know, the parliament... I am seriously considering joining the Labour Party. Sorry, Hitler, not a nice man. Pretty good leader. Absolutely. <laughs> Drag Germany out the doctrines. Absolutely. Now no, you should be in politics, because uh, except you... you know, Why? Because I'm not a very nice person. 
because you come across as being a hard person, which you're not. You're a little little bundle of fun. But uh, but you, John, but you're going to have to edit that out. But you My know, I, I keep reputation will be in front because I feel obliged now that we've lost Louise Schaefer as a subject. I mention her every every time. But, Ariane uh, Shireen. No, no, no. Oh. J- Janie Goldley. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. I, I keep telling her she should be a politician. She says no, I'd, I'd hate it all because she'd have to say things she didn't believe. And be she would. She'd be a rubbish politician. Yeah, she would. Well, actually, she's probably right because she would. She'd be an absolutely dreadful politician. She, she would say what she thinks, which yeah. never, and you, you probably the same thing. I can't and also, she says fuck and cunt far too much just for the sake of saying fuck and cunt. But, Excuse me, you, you as a Paisleyite and she as a Glaswegian, it's a term of affection, which worries me with Trump. Trump as a cunt was anyway. Yeah. Anyway, th- th- you, would you be a good politician? I'd be a terrible politician. Because you'd be one-faced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be kind of uh, one-faced. And obviously, uh, I'd immediately legalise rape. That's a joke. You've gone very quiet. I'm saying nothing. Oh, no. My first attempt at a joke in whatever it is, ten minutes, and you just go silent. You see, what would have helped there, John, would have been if you'd fallen about the place laughing, gone, oh, God, you are a one. That was hilarious. Thank goodness nobody takes it seriously. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Moving on. Moving um, on. Comedy. We've got I, comedy somewhere. Yeah. You, you, me, me, me. Talking of comedy, I met. Oh. I, well, the minute I got back from Kenya, it, it's, it's a, what we technically call a mindfuck. Two minutes back from Kenya, and I've got a PR on the phone going, oh, don't forget tomorrow, don't forget tomorrow, lunch at the Grouchy. Oh, no, sorry, oh. lunch at the Groucho Club. If only. So I went and had lunch at the Groucho Club, straight with the, with the mud of the Kenyan slums still clinging to my oxters. And they said, is that mud from Glastonbury? And, oh, yes. Um... I was, at, I was having lunch at the Groucho Club with the radioactive lot. Clinging to you, what? Oxters, John. What oxters. Are, what are oxters? Oxters are underarms. Underarm what? You're oxters. I've never heard of it. Is this some sort of... It's Scottish, John. Some, some lowland term I've never heard of. It's Scottish. Sassanac term, is it? Do you want a smack, John? Oh, yes. Because, I'm, you know, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on, I'm, I'm on a knife edge here, John. Ooh, Life is not going well. You know, I'm only just back it from is. the... You're not bleeding. Well, to be fair. Anyway, but I could... Get on with it. The, the, the grand, the anyway, they were, uh, um, how Oxtons. nice is Angus Dayton? He's just gorgeous. He's cuddly, lovely, great bloke. Never met him. Very bad on the PR side, I think. Having it off with prostitutes in, in Manchester, not good. I think we've all had it off with prostitutes in Manchester, John. I think we've all been there. I think, frankly, not all of us. Only, well, only 50% of us copstick, and, and I'm not that 50%. But, you know, it's, he just, and the thing is, it's not, there's nothing wrong with uh, having sex with, Man- uh, with prostitutes in Manchester. Absolutely nothing wrong. What... You're not in a relationship with Lisa Mayer, who I work what with. What got... Some of us work with Lisa Mayer. Very nice woman. What got, uh, what was bad was being found out. Oh, like that, so many you of should these be a, people. You should be a politician. It's, you know, it's, it's people can, and people do do whatever they like. People do much, much worse things than having sex with prostitutes in Manchester, even when ostensibly in a relationship with one of uh, comedy's finest producers. And writers. And writers. Uh, but um, the thing is, when you found out, then everyone, all the people who have, almost certainly had sex with prostitutes in Manchester, are the first ones to go, oh, that's absolutely disgraceful. How dare he? You're the sort of Michael Gove of comedy, aren't you? I'm the, hopefully I'm the Michael Gove of nothing. If I'm going to stab you, John, 
I will stab you between the eyes and in the heart. Still not getting on to comedy. I do have that quote by whoever it was in the Labour Party, was it, is it, is it his deputy, about Jeremy Corbyn is a man who's going nowhere. And I think yeah. this could be the problem. You keep... Are you are you telling me you're anti-Corbyn? I'm, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> well, you just have, John. I think you just have. I, I think Corbyn's turned, turned into Blairus and has he got in power. I mean, there is this, really? Well, there is, no. this, there is this thought that he actually voted leave. I mean, I don't know if he's been put around by his enemies, but it's a very credible thought that he actually voted leave. Well, I, I think, John, let me just... We're, we're and we're still away from comedy. Oh, I don't but know. I would counsel everybody who thinks that only racists and fascists would vote to leave. I would counsel people to go along to your nearest computer, and I'm saying computer, not iPad, John, computer, uh, and buy yourself a copy of Schumacher's Small is Beautiful. The, the racing driver. You keep saying that. Every time I mention him, you say that, John. Well, I'm going to get a laugh eventually. No, you're not. Our listener is going to fall about. No, he or she is not. Um, Can you say he or she? What if it's a transgender? I think you have to say they. Oh, I also had uh, the most entertaining three hours with Lady Colin Campbell. She's fabulous. What, why did, when I said transgender, why did that come up? Oh, because people think uh, un the, the uninformed and unwashed masses uh, talk about her being transgender. She's not. She was born with uh, uh, genital deformity. Now, I agree that many feminists would call a penis a genital <laughs> deformity, but uh, no. Uh, she was born with fused labia, and a, a deformed clitoris. I had a, hold on, a fuse like, I'm not very big on, on biology, but doesn't that cause a problem with peeing? No, John, because... Well, what's fused? Fused means they were... They were well, what do you mean fused? I mean, not that there was an electric current going through them and then there was a big bang and everything went dark. But, but there's no gap of any kind down there? No, at the front, there was a, a, enough well, for the weed that, to come out. No, there is enough for the weed to come out. Okay. Uh, because if you... When was the last time you looked at a lady's bits, John? Oh, ah, it was when the old Queen was on the throne. Mm -hmm. Queen Mary, I mm -hmm. think, yes. Well, I, I imagine they were the same then. But there are three holes, John. One, you know, generally speaking, although many of us mix and match, uh, one of them, generally speaking, is an exit for poo. Uh, although... Personally speaking, it can be a very, a, a very enjoyable entrance for cock or toy. Then the middle one is an exit for menstrual blood uh, and an entrance for cock, dildo, finger, tongue. And then the front one, it's, uh, it's really just for we. So there are three holes in a Three lady. holes, yes. And therefore you are... Well, four if you count no, the mouth. I was going to say, you are, in fact, there putting yourself in the position of the people who defined sex for, uh, oh, for President Clinton and, and said, said there is no... Oral sex is not sex, you see. Yes. And therefore the, the mouth doesn't Well, count. apparently it is if you inhale. <laughs> inhale rather than drink. <laughs> oh, dear me. Comedy, 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 comedy. We're only 15 minutes, 22 seconds in. But Lady Colin Campbell is going well, up anyway. to the Edinburgh Festival. I cannot she's recommend this show enough. I haven't seen it, but I've spent three hours with her. She is absolutely bloody wonderful. She's as nice as, as Boris. Love. Oh, she's not nice, but what? she's fabulous. Why, why is she not nice, the poor woman? Well, she, I, I don't think, I don't think, uh, the there were very, very few corners of humanity were left uh, um, uninsulted 
If that's a word, it's probably not, but who cares? But I think she's fabulous. I think she's going to be wonderful up at the festival. She's got the right attitude. She's got fabulous PR. Paul Sullivan, the lovely, the small, but perfectly formed uh, Paul Sullivan. Oh, very nice. Fragrant PR. Now, talking of PRs. And, and the Grouchy Club. And the Grouchy Club. Groucho Club. No, Grouchy Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got, and this is back to comedy. I'm doing my best here, listener. Um, I got, for the first time, uh, a, PR, a press release from a PR that actually made me, I thought, if the act is anything like as funny as the PR, yeah. I really want to see this show. You should book the PR. Uh, well, her name is... The, the PR's name. Sarah Spencer. The PR's name. And she's creative director of Bad Monkey Publicity. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's ab it she just... Uh, well, she did offer me free booze, which <laughs> goes a long way and, with me. Is this, but, is this the Grant Show Club story? Uh, no, no, oh, no. no, the Grouch Club story. It's an email. We, 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 oh, you put me off that, John. Oh, okay. You put me off that. Oh, it was going to be brilliant. Dear listener, it was going to be wonderful, but John completely derailed my Grouch Club. I have, I have so few chances to talk about going to posh places now, John, and you've ruined that for me. Don't think I'll forget that. Anyway, back to Sarah Spencer. So which app is she uh, plugging? Well, she was plugging Kieran Boyd. Oh, Kieran Boyd? Yes. Never heard and of she it. says, paradoxically, a comedian who is not fully a knob was what yeah. the press release was, uh, was headed. Nob as in upper-class person or nob, nob as, as in... Nob as in... Yes, lower-class. Well, you know, um, again, paradoxically, nob as in cunt, I'm, I assume. Isn't it interesting how these, these uh, anatomical parts are, are, are interchangeable as insults? Anyway, he's nodding there. He's got a... Now, I'm delighted to see that, John, you're now... Uh, you're eating chocolate again. No. Only because I've been looking for Cadbury's Crunchy Biscuits for about six months. Don't talk after, to your mouthful, John. After pounding. I just spent three hours with a lady, so I know about these things. Don't talk with your mouthful. OK. Uh, so are you no longer playing Jeremy Corbyn in Ariane Shireen's I, video? I am, I am, if it happens. It's going to be in, in September. Therefore, I've shaved my beard off and uh, going to regrow it during Edinburgh because he hasn't, doesn't have much of a beard, it has to be said. A bit half-hearted, like his, like his policies. He's got, a, has he got a little kind of what we in Scotland would call a scaly eye. I don't think so, has he? It kind of looked like it's looking one way while the other one's looking... Anyway, I was well, trying to get us back to comedy, it's John. It's an improvement on Gordon Brown, who only had one. We've got one and a half now, and the oh. next one's going to have two. Um, can we get back to comedy? No. No, oh, go on. All right, so, you, so, just, so, you just eat your biscuits. So who, who's this person I never heard of? Uh, Kieran Boyd. Oh, Kieran ah, Boyd. He's the nice... She says he's the nice one from Wit Tank. Uh, I saw Wit Tank, and he's, uh, he's doing a debut show called Egg which is... Egg. Egg. Oh. Uh, subtitle, Creation, Renewal, Fertility and Resurrection. God, Good. that's sounding less funny by the second. Yeah. Right. OK, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to skip Kieran's show and spend an hour with Sarah, who is undoubtedly hilarious. Oh, hang on. Read on. Are just a selection of the topics that Kieran Boyd will be avoiding in a show he now realises is entitled with a level of symbolism that he has no intention of delivering. You see, I like that in a, so in a press release. So what makes the perfect press release? Why is this so good and better than others? It's, it's, well, she wrote to me. Well, you know, well, I, evidently. In, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the kind of covering... Um, the covering letter, the covering email, yeah. was funny. It was kind of self-deprecating. It avoided all the, all the clichés. And she had drink. And she did it twice, she offered... 
drink. By email. Uh, by email. Um, and it's... Uh, let's see, hang there's on. A, there's a picture of the man himself. There's with, a bit, yes. With, with, with his hand, hands just below the, uh, the, the picture crop. I dread to think what he's doing. Yep. It's, we're we're just, reading emails now, listener. Sorry. She, it was just very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, no cliches. Uh, honest. It's, it's, and well, she writes well. She actually writes well, and it's, it doesn't sound like a press release. So we think she should actually be writing comedy shows, or possibly performing. Well, I don't know. I haven't met the girl. But that was, I was very, it's the most impressive press release. This, this podcast, podcast must be worth a drink, surely. <laughs> you just, you just, what, what drink was she offering you? Are you trying to up the ante uh, and get better uh, quality? Uh, wine, I think it was. So you're, you're aiming for the, the whiskey through the post, It is another, another free drink. So that's four free drinks already, she owes me, because she sent me two emails, and in each email she offered me two free drinks. So, so as the Diane of Edinburgh comedy reviewers, yeah. uh, how many drinks does she get offered a year? Oh, gallons. We talk, talk about sort of dodgy expenses for MPs. I mean, all, all these, these gallons. bottles... Was, there was uh, one PR who's no longer PR now. Uh, I don't know what she's doing. She uh, met me at the station uh, with a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> Sadly, her acts were shit. And that's the thing, you have to... Uh, you offered anything else? Drugs? Uh, sadly, no. Sex? Uh, PR. Have I ever read sex with a PR? I don't think I have, you know. Was it? You have to think about it. Yeah, no, no, I'm just... Uh, I don't the, think I have. That could be the name of your, your Edinburgh show in two years' time. I've never now, had sex with a PR. that's interesting, because I've had sex with just about every other form of humanity. And, 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 and the rest. Yes. And the rest. Yes. Um, no, no PRs. Well, that's probably because it's, it would be dubious, uh, professionally dubious, wouldn't it? You, you... Ah, now, you see, when I joined the Scotsman... I didn't know it was coming apart. Nanu, nanu. Uh, when I, when I, did, I got my... The first year I was with the Scotsman, uh, Robert Dawson Scott was the, uh, now a playwright himself, um, a, a, was the arts editor, and he gave all the newbies a bit of a... Uh, did he? A bit of a chat, a oh. bit of a talking to, and uh, one of the rules was that if you had had an intimate, I'm doing air quotes here, intimate relationship with uh, an act, a performer, then you should excuse yourself from reviewing them. So, but you managed to review with someone, amazing. Uh, but I think that depends. I mean, I agree. Yes. I absolutely yeah, 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 agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, for example, oh, who? Well, no. You can't give examples. Well, yes, I can. Of course I can. Now, I would find it extremely difficult to do an honest review of someone like Tanya Lee Davis. You've had sex with Tanya no. Lee Davis? No, no. I think you've just said you have. No, what I've said, John, this is the whole point of this little section. Uh, an intimate... I do not regard having sex as an intimate relationship. Uh -huh. Having sex is not intimate at all. I have sat with Tanya Lee while she was in extreme pain in a hospital bed. Mm -hmm. I've got drunk with her. I've got high with her. I've, you know... I've, I've been. Would like to repeat that? I've been. I've got high with Tanya Lee Davis. Well, just, she was quite me, low. Just me. Yeah, she was sorry. quite low. Um, so, sorry, Tanya Lee. I've, she's yeah. given me a, a lift through the streets of Edinburgh a on lift. the back of her scooter. Mm. Uh, I'm. I am very. I feel very close yeah, yeah. to Tanya Lee, yeah. and therefore, if she did a bad show, yeah. I would be yeah. looking for all the positive. I wouldn't just be sitting there going, "This is crap." I would be going, "Well, you know, she's yeah. had a bad day," yeah. and that's not fair. I feel. <coughs> 
if, if you are intimate, if you feel very close mm. to someone, you really can't review them. Mm. But as I say, I do not regard having sex with someone as being close to them at all. It's just bumping bits. You John, to, you've gone very quiet. There was a pause there. I, I couldn't think of that. What's your definition of intimate? I don't know, physical or, or mental. Yeah, mental even more so. Yeah. yeah. But couldn't you shag someone and then just be completely? Oh yeah. Be completely honest if about their show. Uh, one, once probably. If, it, if it's more than once, and. Hmm. No, I know. I, I think it's dodgy. Yeah. But it's it's just. I mean, it's it's a bit. I regard. I, I can be honest with Lewis Schaefer. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think it, you know having sex with someone. It, it, like... it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> or was it? It's like having a game of golf or what, dancing. A, a hole in one. Hey, this, you see, we're bringing it all back to when, when you get drunk. It's at the eighteenth hole. Yes, <laughs> hey, there's no end to them. <laughs> now, uh, almost upon us is the Mama Biashara. Uh, preview season. Oh yes, so it starts tomorrow. Oh, it starts Sunday. So Sunday the third. With 3rd. Sunil Patel and George Zak. There must be several anagrams in that, surely. Unbelievably so. Yes. No, that's not what I meant to say. I meant probably so. Whatever. Uh, 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 and then I'll be, I'll, I'll be at a great musical evening at Angel Two in Islington. Um, it's I am. Um, I'm hoping to. Well, I, I, normally, like last year, I was here for all of them. But quite a few of the turns uh, have asked me not to come and watch the preview. Well, that's because you said you didn't like watching previews. Well, I don't like watching previews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but in fact, one of, one of the, the those shows when you're not going to be at it, you're actually performing somewhere, aren't you? Oh, God. Well, I have been asked... Uh, the wonderful Janet Bettersworth, who runs Crown the Knave. Lovely hair. Fabulous hair. I mean, undoubtedly, I would say, the best hair in comedy. Yeah. And she, um, she, she, she's a redhead. No, yes. no, no hair, just a redhead. Yes. Fabulous, you're all the way down her back. None on her head, just all the way down her back. Um, she, uh, uh, the who's his, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Sharp face. Sharp uh, face. Uh, David. 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 Come on, come on, come on. Did the, did used to be do a double act with Scott Capuro. Oh, David. Um, oh God. Yes, David. Uh, 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 Yes, his fabulous one-man show. Burning Man. His fabulous one-man show, uh, which is also on its way to Edinburgh, is previewing at Crown the Knave on what date? Um, it's a Monday of some kind. Uh, Crown the Knave will be on the internet somewhere. Yes, so it's, it's the, the last Monday in July. Oh, OK. But it must be, because at the end of that week, I'm going up to Edinburgh. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, That'll be the 25th, Monday the 25th. Uh, so, David yeah. is... Uh, previewing his one-man show and I'm kind of uh, introducing it because the bucket on the night is being given to Mama Biashara. Oh, wow. And the money in it? Uh, also the money in it. Oh. That's, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping yeah. very much. Mm. I'm still trying to remember his name. David Mill, Mill, Mills. 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 David Mills. You see, I knew that all the time. David Mills. Um, Uber queen of this parish. <laughs> uh, I would imagine the show will be fabulous. His shows usually are. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just doing kind of like five minutes explaining about Mama Biashara, and I believe uh, that uh, it might be being touted as my return to stand-up comedy, but as I never really was in stand-up comedy, I fail to see how I can but return. Are you, are you going to sing? 
No, I'm not going to sing. But you are going to sing on the 26th of August at the increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards show. Almost certainly. Yeah, almost certainly you are. There's <laughs> no business like show business. I might even be persuaded to sing with you if it's Camelton Lock. But you, oh, excellent! But you're, you're on your own with uh, no business. Uh, and like I show could business. do Bonnie Wee Jeannie McCall with Martha McBride, uh, who is no also doing a, a preview here. And she has also asked that I do not watch the preview. The one who, uh, the one who is very uh, worried about my watching his preview is Jimmy McGee. He's uh, he's coming along. I forget the date, but it's all on uh, the Mama Biashara Facebook page he definitely doesn't want me and the one thing that it didn't piss me off but i dislike people yeah, just, doing things through i dislike people yes. yeah uh, doing things through their prs yeah well, so no, it's no, not no. Well, so it's like you know jimmy jimmy's asked that blah blah could you please not come and see uh, the preview but could you please come and see the edinburgh show as soon as possible and give it as many stars as you can kind of thing um i appreciate that's why one of the reasons why people uh, get PRs, but um, I am perfectly talkable to. And I mean, I am, to be fair, quite excited that Jimmy's coming and previewing the show here because I think he's a phenomenal comic. I just think he's a brilliant comic. I think he had a, uh, a dip. It was either one or two years where it just turned to... And that's a technical term. Um, but now he's, he's back on form. I... This will be in... Uh, the Scotsman piece that I'm going to write uh, on my Groucho Club lunch with Angus Dayton, uh, Philip Pope, and, uh, um, oh, my God. The third person. No, well, Michael Fenton Stevens couldn't be there, but, uh, oh, crikey. Oh, my God, why can't I remember a name? I've gone blank. I'm so sorry. Because you're old. I'm old. I'm, I'm unfeasibly drunk, old. Drunk. Anyway, we were talking about... Uh, they're bringing Radioactive, which has not been up at the festival since about 1980. They're bringing it back. And Radio, as, Radioactive was a radio show, wasn't it? It was a radio show, and then it went to telly as KYTV. And it was very, very funny, and predated Smashy and Nicey and all that lot. And they had... Their presenters were called Mike Flex and Mike Channel. Yeah. Very, very funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, talking to them about why comedy has gone so kind of you know, identikit and, uh, as I described it, uh, meaningless sets and very tight trousers, because that was a reference to their Radioactive's chart hit, uh, which was a, a, a Bee Gees rip-off, and it was called Meaningless Songs and Very High Voices. Anyway, so Philip Pope said something which I consider illuminating and really quite brilliant. He said that the reason so much comedy has gone so very bland and, and along the lines of this is what I did in my summer holidays kind of stuff, uh, even from the intelligent comics, he says that when the full brunt of political correctness hit, hit was his word and I think he's right, said that comics became so worried about saying anything about anyone lest they transgress some unwritten rule that all they had left to talk about was themselves oh. hence you know this is what I did in my summer holidays when I was at school we did. I think that's and, and because, quite quite brilliant because all the Edinburgh shows now and all the best shows actually are autobiographical aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. well even yeah. some, most of the worst shows are also yeah. autobiographical yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, you know it's a lot of you know th there was a point at which uh, you know Dave Gorman 
spawned a lot of... I've got no... Not that I'm saying he had no jokes, but uh, I've got no jokes, but I do have a PowerPoint presentation uh, and some pictures. Um, and then a lot of these, I've got no idea for a show, so I spent six months pushing a marble with my nose up Ben Nevis. And, uh, but I think Mr Pope could be absolutely correct. I, I think that's quite a brilliant bit of analysis, and I'd never looked at it that way. But, yeah, you, know, you can't say anything about anyone now, lest, or anything, lest, you know, the chatterati come down on you like a ton of bricks, which they do, because that's their thing. Uh, so you just talk about yourself. Well, there you are. We managed to get around to comedy at the end. We, we got there eventually, and now, now the, the actual thing can begin. The whole podcast can begin, can't it? Hello.